one of the tremendous tasks for every single event, whether it's a wedding or a banquet or a gala or a conference, is you have to predict human behavior. You have to predict where are they going to go and what are they going to do. And you have to plan for backup plans, predicting, well, this thing might go wrong and this thing might go right. And I think they're going to go here and I think it's going to happen this way. Or you have to also make that plan so that you say, rather than just guessing where they're going to go, I'm going to tell people where to go. Welcome everyone to Creating Great Events, where we give you tips, tools, and tactics to make planning painless and your events engaging. We believe that boring events suck, disorganized is distracting, and purpose Planning and preparation are key. They are critical if you want to have a great event. My name is Sean and let's dive in. I remember when I was in college uh, one time, I would take the same path to class every day and it was on the sidewalk uh, headed towards a certain building. And I remember looking to my left and there was this path that cut across the grass that was super well-worn. It should have been pristine grass, but it wasn't. If what needed to happen is there needed to be a sidewalk that followed the route of where students actually went because as college students, we just took the shortest path possible. And that's a lot like what's going to happen at each event that you plan. People are going to take the shortest path possible. So what is one way to counteract? What is one way to solve this problem of, well, where does, where does that mean? Where are they going to go? Where are they going to sit? Where are they going to stand? What, what's going to happen at my event? And the solution is a site visit. Now I have six different questions for you that you should be asking and answering whenever you go on a site visit and stick around because at the end, I'm also going to give you a list of practical, like very basic things that you need to be looking for when doing a site visit. Now this is an in-person site visit or a virtual site visit, like if someone's FaceTiming you to look for for your event. Question number one is where will people come from? Where will they come from? So again, if I'm going back in time to where I was in college, I'm thinking, okay, if students are going from A to B, meaning they're coming from their dorms or they're coming from the gym or they're coming from the school cafeteria, where are they coming from? Are they coming? Now I'm looking forward to my event. If I'm doing a site visit for my wedding, I am looking at where are they coming from uh, geographically? So where are they coming from? Like, is it local? Are they coming from out of state? So they're coming to stay in a hotel or an Airbnb. And then where are they coming from in person, like to be there at the event? So where are they parking and things like that? So where will people come from is an incredibly important question to ask, because if you look at where people will come from, then you can start to evaluate and think one step at a time. The next question that you need to be asking for your site visit is what will people see? What will they see? So that is everything from the signage to the branding, to the trash on the ground. One time I was doing an event at a Chick-fil-A restaurant and Dan Cathy, who was uh, a long, he's the long time now recently retired, but he was the longtime CEO of Chick-fil-A. He came on site and he walked around the parking lot and he was picking up little pieces of trash. And one of the reasons why he did this was A, to have a clean and friendly restaurant, but B, because of the guest experience. He knew that they were coming from their car, walking through the parking lot and into Chick-fil-A, and he wanted them to have an incredible experience from beginning to end. And so at your event, you should be looking at, well, what do they see? Do they see trash? There was also one time my wife and I took a friend to the world of Coca-Cola, an incredible experience. And they have this really cool cinematic experience where you're sitting in this like movie theater kind of area 
They play this video for you. Then the lights go out. You enter into World of Coke. And one of the first things that I saw was kind of tucked around this corner, but still in sight was like this <laughs> rat's nest of wires and cords. And it kind of ruined the experience for me. Like everything was pristine up until that point. And then when I got in there, the magic was ruined a little bit because of this, like it was, it was like a combination of power cords and speaker cords. And I, I don't even know what, but it, it was really interesting. So it's every little detail of what do they see? The third question that you need to be asking is what will they hear? What uh, are the like the ambiance sound? So what's happening in the background? Is there construction going on? One time I was helping a, uh, uh, I was a part of an agency that we were helping a virtual event take place and in our studio. So imagine like I'm in my studio right now and literally this wall that I can touch from my hand on the other side. Uh, this is essentially what we were doing is we had our back to a corner and we would stream this way where we would say, okay, uh, we have like a TV monitor over here where we can see people on Zoom. And I've got another TV where I can see other people on Zoom. I'm talking to the camera. And this wall that was right next to me on the other side of the wall was a bathroom. Well, every single time someone would flush the toilet, you could hear that bathroom, that toilet flushing come through, right? So what are the background noises? That's not, we were, we were playing, we had professional equipment. We were playing music through it. We had professional microphones so that you could hear my voice clearly. And then the background noise that we did not want was the toilet flushing. So one of the things that we did is we put up a, a do not use sign whenever we were live streaming an event or recording in that studio. So what will they hear? And then it, that's everything to like the videos and the music that you play. Now tied into those two, last two questions that I gave you of uh, what will they see and what will they hear? The very next one is how will they see it? So those are thinking for your site visit of are there projectors in the room that I can use? Is there a TV monitor that I can play a video on? Um, do I need to like put a logo up on the screen? Do I need to hang a banner right here? Do I need to hang a logo? One time I did an event in Nashville, Tennessee for a conference and we had this uh, custom logo that we brought in trust for and it was hung up in, it was like hanging in midair. So it was kind of like floating above the stage and it was hung between these two trusts, trusts, right? Well, how will they see it was that we had, that was the problem we had to solve was, well, how are we going to hang this thing in the air so that people can see the logo? And then the next question, which you might be like, oh, well, this is where he's going. 100% accurate is how will they hear it? So what will they see? What will they hear? How will they see it? And how will they hear it? How will they hear it? You're asking questions like, okay, is it ambiance in the background? So I need to make sure that this is not going on. Or is it music that I need to bring in an outside sound system? Or am I using the overhead sound system? Things like that. And then you can even go deeper and ask those similar questions. I don't have them written down for you because these are like the all important ones, but then you need to be asking like, what will they drink? How will they drink it? What will they eat? How will they eat it? Things like that. So the what's in the house. Now, the final question that I have written down uh, for specifically for a site visit for you today is when they move. So we remember at the beginning, we asked where will people come from? They're in the room. They are experiencing something great. Maybe there's a keynote speaker and then they're getting ready to go to a breakout room or there's a keynote speaker and maybe you're going to move them from table to table. You need to ask yourself when they move, not if they move, but when they move, where will they go? So when they move, where will they go? Because at some point in time, people are going to move. They're going to either leave your event, leave that space, leave their table. 
and they're going to go somewhere. So when they move, where will they go? Now, if you have a door that is frequently being used by people coming in, so where they're coming from and where they're coming to, essentially, like they're coming into your main ballroom, and then when they leave, they're going to take the shortest line possible to get out the door, whatever door that is that's frequently being used, you don't wanna have obstructions in it. So don't set the AV table in front of it, don't have cords running across it if you can avoid it, and things like that. So those are the six questions. Again, it's where will people go? What will they see? What will they hear? How will they see it? How will they hear it? And when they move, where will they go? Now, I promised that I would have something practical. So let's get practical right here. When you're at a site visit, walking around, looking at the flooring and the lighting and the backdrops, here's some things that you need to be looking for. And here's some things that you need to be uh, asking questions about. Number one is you need to be uh, focusing upon the lighting during the day versus the lighting during the night. And even if it's like a cloudy day versus a sunny day, what does that lighting look like? Do you need to bring an outside lighting or do you need to block off a window? Things like that. You very practical. You need to be asking where are the electrical outlets? That's for your audiovisual team. That's maybe for your registration table if you have a bunch of computers but it's also for your guests because your guests are gonna have smartphones and computers and tablets. I guarantee you, you are gonna have someone that tries to plug in something into an electrical outlet. Generally, it's a phone. Um, there's usually at least someone who's on like 10% battery at the start or maybe midway through your conference. And it happens all the time to me, people come up and they're like, hey, do you have any extra room in your power strip? I'm like, sorry. I'm the DJ or I'm running slides and no, you need to go over here and find that. So where are the electrical outlets? Next, you need to be asking, uh, where are the bathrooms? How will they get to the bathrooms? Those are incredibly important because, you know, people got to go. <laughs> so where are the bathrooms and make sure you communicate that clearly to them ahead of time so that you don't get a ton of questions in the middle of your event. And then food and beverage, there's a lot of questions that you need to be thinking about. You need to ask, well, how are they going to get to the food and beverage tables, whether that's the snacks or the dinner or the lunch or the breakfast, whatever that is. You need to be asking, well, where are they gonna stand while they're waiting to get their food? You need to ask, where will they go once they get their food? You need to ask, what will they do with their food or their plates and their napkins and their cups when they're done with it? Do they leave it on the table? Do they bring it over the trash can? If they bring it to a trash can, do you have enough trash cans? Things like that. Then uh, practically speaking, you need to be looking at the backdrops for your event. So if someone stands on a stage or in a certain part of the room, what do people see behind them? What are the colors? Uh, are the colors complementary? Do they detract? Is there something distracting behind them? Things like that. What equipment is already in the room? Can you use it? Do you have to pay extra? That's a really important question. What will you need to bring in? Sometimes it's equipment, sometimes it's furniture, sometimes it's an extra power strip that you plug in to make sure that there's enough spots for people to plug in their cell phones. Where will people stand? Especially if you're hosting like a long conference or if you're gonna have like an overflow, where will they be standing? Because people don't like to sit in their chairs the whole time. I personally, like when I'm working, especially even if I'm at a conference, I love to be standing at least 50% of the time. So if I go to a conference, I'm gonna sit down and then I'm gonna stand in the back of the room. And then if they're gonna be standing, well, where are they gonna be standing? What are they gonna be standing? That Things like that. So on the practical side, I did write down these uh, five, uh, sorry, six words for you. So there's six words that you need to be thinking about, and these need to be for every single space. You need to think, where will people sit? Where will they stand? What will they see? What will they smell? What will they hear? What, where will they walk? 
um, things like that. And I didn't even add in, I probably should have, but uh, where will they, what will they be drinking and what will they be eating? Especially if it's going to be like a multiple hour, multiple day conference. And again, you need to think through each one of these for every single space. Now I mentioned at the beginning of uh, this video of this podcast that if you can't be there in person, I mentioned a, a video like a, a site visit virtually. If you can't be there in person to ask these questions and look for these things, something that's also very, very practical is you can do a FaceTime. So you have your phone and you call a friend of yours on FaceTime and you have them walking around or you have the venue manager on Zoom and you're looking at the space, asking these questions. I've had to do this before. I was uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was planning an event in Colorado. I could not get to Colorado before the event because it was just too tight of a timeline and the budget wasn't matching up. And so we did a virtual site visit where I got to go through this list and ask these questions. And it was just our pretty much impact. Like it was almost like being there. It was very, very helpful. So again, if you can't be there in person, do a virtual call. So those are the questions and those are the practical things you need to be looking about, thinking about asking when you plan a site visit for your next event. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Creating Great Events. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode, I guarantee you'll enjoy my last one where I go through what are the things that you need to use in order to have a successful event musically? Like what is the background, the soundtrack of your event? I guarantee it's a critical piece of your event. So check it out. 